బైబిల్ ట్రెషర్స్ టాపిక్ సిక్స్ ఫెలోషిప్ వెల్కమ్ టు ది సౌండ్ ఆఫ్ టెలికాస్ట్ రైస్ గాడ్ ఫర్ ఆల్ ది కరెక్టివ్ టీచింగ్ రిసీవ్ త్రూ ది సిరీస్ ఆఫ్ టాక్స్ ద పర్పస్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ప్రోగ్రామ్ ఇస్ టు హోల్డ్ వన్ టు హెల్ప్ యూ ఎస్కేప్ ద ఫ్లడ్స్ ఆఫ్ ఫాల్స్ డాక్టరీ and number 2 to enable you to embrace the sound doctrine of god's word the subject that we have chosen is christian fellowship christian fellowship and the topic as usual is how not to fellowship you may again have a question why while talking about christian fellowship also you give this negative approach turn with us to first corinthians 13th chapter we call this chapter as the famous love chapter from verses 4 to 6 the apostle speaks about what love does and what love does not he has given 14 manifestations and it's very interesting to find that eight out of the 14 says what love does not so we decided to move in the same direction while studying on this subject also we will study lesson number 1 today how not to fellowship number 1 do not disregard the indispensability of fellowship do not disregard the indispensability of fellowship one young man who was a lawyer he came to the lord jesus christ with a very interesting question he asked the lord jesus christ which was the greatest of all commandments Jesus answered him in verse 37 of Matthew 22nd chapter Love God with your all and he said this is the first and great commandment as far as the young man was concerned the answer was complete but as far as Jesus was concerned it was only 50% of the answer and when you come to verse 39 Jesus went further on to say and the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself love god and love man love man is a second commandment just because it is a second commandment it does not become the secondary commandment Jesus said it is equal to the first commandment When you say love man two groups of men in this world one is believers on the lord jesus christ the other one is unbelievers number one the children of god and the other one those who have not yet become the children of god this series will deal with the first aspect that is relationship with god's children Now this emphasis is given throughout the scriptures. Turn with us for an example to Galatians 6th chapter and we look at verse 10. 
as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially to those who are of the household of faith come with us to another example in first peter second chapter 17th words honor all people love the brotherhood so friendship beloved should be with everybody but fellowship is with god's people in these days in christian circles we talk so much about faith but very little about love on the other hand when you look at the bible the bible always puts this faith and love side by side Galatians 5 chapter 6 verse In Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love Ephesians 1 chapter 15 verse Therefore I also after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints 3 chapter 17 verse Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 6 chapter 23 verse Peace to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Still so many other passages where faith and love go side by side. faith and love go together in colossians first chapter fourth verse again you see the same thing in first thessalonians fifth chapter and eighth verse same thing you see in first timothy first chapter 14th verse philemon it is a single chapter epistle even in that in the fifth verse you see faith and love go together It's not only that faith and love should go side by side we are also called to grow together both in love and in faith Look at the second Thessalonians first chapter we look at the third verse how we are called to grow in both We are bound to thank God always for you brothers as it is fitting because your faith grows exceedingly and the love of every one of you all abounds with each other growing and abounding We want you to spend enough of time reading 1 John because there the apostle is very well developing this Christian fellowship The second chapter he says if a man does not love his brothers then he is still living and walking in darkness. And in the third chapter he goes to such an extent to say if a man does not love his brothers he is still abiding in death. And he says this is the earliest this is the first message we have heard from the beginning. Well, what we want to point out that there are simply too many passages which refer to that one another throughout the New Testament. We are called to honor one another. We are called to accept one another. We are called to be of the same mind with one another. 
And we are called to admonish one another. And we are called to greet one another. And we are admonished to serve one another. And we are called to bear one another's burden. And we are also admonished to forbear one another. And we are called to submit one another. And we are called to exhort one another. And to encourage one another. And to edify one another. Now this is what Christian fellowship is. We would like to define to you what Christian fellowship is so you can easily remember that. It is a close mutual relationship with one another. In the New Testament for this closeness in fellowship there is another beautiful word that is introduced. You know what it is? Bond. Now turn with us to Ephesians 4th chapter 3rd verse to read that. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Same thing is given in a different context in Colossians 3rd chapter. 14th verse. Above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection. Beloved, the world unfortunately is becoming more and more impersonal. What a challenge for us Christians that we should show what fellowship is. Beloved, any relationship we have with our other Christian should have this aroma, this fragrance of fellowship. That's what is emphasized throughout the scriptures. In John 11:16, Christians are called fellow disciples. That means we have the same master. Now in Ephesians 3:6, we are called fellow heirs. That means we have the same savior and we share the same gift of salvation. And then in Philippians 2:25, we read that we are fellow soldiers. That means we have the same enemy. And in Colossians 4.11 we read that we are fellow workers. That means we are all involved in the same task. In Revelation 22.9 we are called fellow servants. That means we have the same God. In 1 Thessalonians 3rd chapter 2nd verse, we are called fellow laborers. That means we are working in the same field. In 1 Peter 5th chapter and the first verse, we come across the word fellow elders. That means we are working in the same church. And in Romans 16.7, we come across the word fellow prisoners. That means we share the same suffering. Ephesians 2.19, we are called fellow citizens. That means we are all belonging to the same heaven. What a wonderful picture, beloved, God has given for fellowship of His people in His holy word. Still several other word pictures we have in the New Testament for the fellowship of God's people. 
we present five of them before you, you will find each of them speaks about that closeness and that togetherness. Turn with us to Ephesians second chapter. We read from verses 19 to 22. It says that Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone and on whom the whole building, look at verse 21, is built together, it is joined together. 22nd words, you are also being built together as a habitation of God in the spirit. Bricks and stones and wood and everything brought together to make it a homogeneous whole. Another word picture is family. Now that's what we read in 1 Timothy 5th chapter. Paul was writing to Timothy, he was telling him how he has to treat various cross-sections of people in the church. Elder people you treat as fathers. And elder women you treat them as mothers. And younger men you treat as brothers. As a younger sister you treat her as a sister. Father, mother, brother, sisters. What a beautiful picture of a family. Jesus was speaking about himself being the good shepherd in John's Gospel 10th chapter. There will be one flock of all the sheep. It is not goats, but it is sheep. Because goats will go in all different directions independently. But sheep always go together. And there is another exclusive word picture that is kept for the New Testament fellowship. You know what it is? Body of Christ. Can you think of one hand separate and one finger separate? You can never imagine such a possibility. It's a body. Closeness and togetherness. And another picture is we are like a knitwear. All the threads are together. You cannot separate them. Together they make a knitwear. That's what is brought again and again in Colossians. Beloved, these days we talk so much about revival and restoration. And we often refer to that beautiful passage in Ephesians 5th chapter where we read about fullness of the Holy Spirit. Turn with us to Ephesians 5th chapter. We'll just look at that and you see what is missing. 18th word says, be filled with the Spirit. 19th word says, you speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Then it says, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. We talk about singing and making melody in our hearts to the Lord. But we don't talk about speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. In other words, worship is restored, fellowship is not restored yet. We normally avoid fellowship. You know why? Oh, you get too close to people, then you have lots of problems. And we are looking for a perfect church. We think the early church was a perfect church. Far from truth. Now, if you read Acts of the Apostles, you find how many problems they had. In the 6th chapter, there was a problem between Greeks and Hebrews. In the 15th chapter, there is a difference and dissension between Paul and some brothers from Judea. 
in the same 15th chapter there was a big conflict between Paul and Barnabas. In Galatians second chapter there was a problem between Paul and Peter. In 1st Corinthians first chapter there were four factions in the Corinthian church. Some people after Paul, some people after Apollo, some people after Sipha, some people said they were after Christ. And in Philippians 4th chapter there was a conflict between two women in the Philippian church. Are there not problems in the families? Because there are problems in the families who is immediately do we just withdraw ourselves? What is after all fellowship? An imperfect child of God relating to other imperfect children of God. That's what Christian fellowship is. But if we neglect the fellowship with God's people, it is only to our own disadvantage. That's what we read and we are warned against in Hebrews 10th chapter. If you forsake assembling, we will be taken by the deception and the deceptiveness of sin. In Ecclesiastes 4th chapter we read, if we are not together in fellowship, we will spiritually cool off. Only when we are with the saints, we can understand the love of God and grow in our spiritual life. Beloved, God respects His people fellowshipping with one another so much that He has kept a book called Book of Remembrance to note that down whenever they come together and talk to each other. How not to fellowship. Do not disregard the indispensability of fellowship. God bless you.